Okay, and we are <clears throat> back. It's uh, Wednesday. Sorry it took me so long. I was uh, doing football stuff and working my ass off for those same unappreciative people I always work for. <laughs> All right, but hey, UFC 242 was last weekend. Phenomenal card. I had a good time watching it. Uh, half of it was at a bar, half of it was at my house. Uh, for some reason, so okay, for people who don't know, I live in Utah. And for some reason, you can't buy a pitcher of beer for yourself. I mean, I don't I don't get it. I asked a lady, and he just says a medium pitcher. So, I mean, it's not that big. It's five bucks, and I was like, that's a fucking deal. And so I asked a lady, like, can I get a pitcher of beer? She was like, yeah, can I have yours and your brother's ID? Now, at the time, my brother wasn't 21. He turned 21 Monday. Happy birthday, Carl. Uh, so, but, yeah, Saturday he wasn't. And she wouldn't bring me a pitcher of beer. This happened before, but I've gotten around it. Uh, this, I went to a bar with my best friend, Florencia, or Flor, and I got a pitcher of beer <laughs> for both of us, quotations. She doesn't, she didn't want any. And then I just downed the whole thing by myself. <laughs> so there's loopholes, but you have to be with someone who's of age. So if that happens to you, where you live, there's your loophole. Maybe you already knew that. And I, I was late. I, I pulled that off three years ago. And then I just tried to do it again with my brother, but he's not 21. He's now though. So now I'm going to go back there next Saturday. And get my pitcher of fucking beer. It's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait. Anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah, back to UFC 242. Uh, I mean, prelims, prelims were fantastic. Don Madge looked impressive. Omaria Maka Makhmedov uh, was able to beat Zach Cummins, which is fantastic. Muslim Salikov might have killed Nordin Taleb. Uh, I don't know. Someone should probably check on him. I haven't seen him. I'm pretty sure he's alive, but need to check just in case. Uh, Bla Muhammad. Oh my gosh, Bilal Muhammad looked fantastic. Oh, dude. I mean, people complain he doesn't finish a lot of people, but he doesn't throw a lot of power because the pace, you know, the pressure he has is so awesome. And he got he got the third round naked third round rear naked joke. I mean, he looked fantastic. Uh Takashi Soto, I feel like I, I know he'll be back, but Bilal Muhammad, this is just his night. He was on fire the entire time. He was lighting him up with punches, strikes, he was dominating him on the ground. Was finally able to lock in that rear naked choke and call it a day. So that was fantastic. Ooh, Ottoman Azatiar. He also might have, he actually might have killed Timu Pak Pakalan. He hit him right behind the ear first round, and the kid face planted hard. I mean, hard. It was wow. I mean, I've, I've done that sometimes, you know, when they get home from a late night of just absolutely getting absolutely smashed. I have actually face planted dead on my bed. So I get it, man. I've been there. Just mine was self-inflicted and you got in a fight. You got paid. I had to pay. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Uh, Sarah Morais. Don't like her. Morris. Uh, sorry. Morais. Sarah Morris. Defeated Leanne Joja. Uh, I mean, she looks. This hurts me to say because I don't like Sarah Morris at all. Uh, she looked fantastic. Uh, she looked. She was just on the ball. Aggressive. I just beat that poor girl down. Good for her. Uh, yeah, Zabiraria Takugov and Lerone Murphy. That was a split draw. Shouldn't have been. I thought Zubaria did enough to win that fight. I guess not. Hopefully, I mean, they might run it back. Hope they do, because that fight was pretty close. And it was pretty entertaining. But, you know, what happened? Uh, Jojo Calderwood. Damn, I picked Angela Lee, because she's been on fire lately. Uh... Joanne Collier was coming off a loss, and I really thought that uh, Deja Lee was going to take her down and just kind of dominate her. 
It was a split decision. Shouldn't have been. It was pretty unanimous. Uh, KGB Lee was just inclined to just fight more, uh, basically a Muay Thai fight with Joanne Calderwood. And Joanne Calderwood obliged her with an ass whooping. And yeah, just she looked fantastic. Peeing off. Uh, just landing good. Chris Strife was able to control the distance, the range, the pressure, the pace. I mean, just Joanne looked like classic Joanne. So I'm glad that Joanne Calderwood is back. Uh, she called for top five or a title fight. I mean, I believe she believe I believe she believes she's ready. But I don't think anyone in that division outside of uh a few people that is are ready for for Valentina. Uh Valentina Sarchenko is just far ahead uh, head and shoulders above everyone else. So but yeah, good for JoJo. I hope she gets a top five opponent next. She deserves it, and then maybe a toss after that. We'll see. Uh main card. Dude. Maribak Taisumov, what happened, man? First round looked phenomenal. Oh, easy money, man. Maribak is about to whoop that ass. Carlos Diego Ferreira. My hat's off to you, buddy. My hat's off to you. You look fantastic. Rough first round after that, and he just dominated. Just dominated in the stand-up. He looked probably the best he's ever looked in his career was Saturday night. So good for him. Uh, Carlos Diego Ferreira, I mean, I think he's on a little bit of a win, a little bit of a win streak right now. Uh, just the kid, his striking looked phenomenal, his cardio, his pace. Oh, yeah, my man hasn't lost since Dustin Poirier in 2015. Five wins in a row, two KOs, uh, three decisions. I mean, Hussam, Hussam Habilov, Marabek Taisumov, Kyle Nelson, Jared Gordon, and uh, Olivier Aboun Mercier. Mercier, my bet. Yeah, he looked fantastic. Hopefully, this kid gets top 10 next or 11-12. Um, he looks fantastic at lightweight. I don't know. Uh, Curtis Blades destroyed Shabil Abermakidov. It wasn't even close. Curtis Blades got close the distance, got the takedown, and just dominated him. Got the TKO round two. I mean, it was just your classic Curtis Blades performance. Uh, kid looks fantastic. The only thing that sucks is he lost twice to uh, Francis Ngannou. And, I mean, he lost the second time in 45 seconds. That fight took place on the feet 30 seconds longer than he needed to. Chris Blade should have just went in there immediately, low ankle single shot, and just kept him down and maybe grind a decision or finished him on the ground with strikes. But unfortunately, he didn't. He thought he could stand. I think he makes the same mistake again, but also it's hard to get a third fight when you've lost the first two. But Chris Blades, I mean, if Curtis, if Junior Dos, not Junior Santos, sorry. If Francis and Gunner doesn't get the next shot, I mean, Curtis Blades has an argument. No one else in that division is besides Francis and Gunner who's done what he's done. So that'll be interesting. Oh, Islam Makachev beat Davi Amos. This fight was fantastic. It took place on a feet a lot more than I thought it should have. I mean, Ramos had a good first round, and after that, Islam Makachev just started walking him down, landing strikes. I mean, Islam looked fantastic. I just, And then he hurt him, got him to the ground, and then just basically Khabib the rest of the way. It was, I don't know what was going on with Davi Amos, but he did not. And Islam Makachev looked fantastic. Good for him. I hope he gets top 10 next because that kid is ready. And the gym stories you hear is that kid is just a savage. Him and Khabib have wars. So that'd be fucking cool. Uh, the Coleman event. My guy, the Irish Dragon, Paul Felder, beat Edson Barbosa. Uh, I called it. I, I said you know, all, all Edson Barbosa has is the speed, uh, which, I mean, is, is enough. In some fights, but I believe Paul Feller just got better. 
He was able, I mean, Nessa Barbosa was getting so battered and hit so much, he took Paul Felder down. He hadn't shot and he hadn't shot for a takedown since Anthony Pettis. So, and that was a couple years ago. So Paul Felder, I mean, he he was walking down the entire time. He was landing big, heavy power strikes, didn't get tired. Uh, when Edson Barbosa took him down, he just started landing elbows and actually cut Edson Barbosa from the bottom. Uh, Paul Felder got it by split decision. Edson Barbosa plans to appeal it. Uh, I don't think he will. I mean, I don't think he'll win the appeal. He can appeal all he wants, but Paul Felder won that fight. Edson Barbosa, you're too one-dimensional, one buddy. Nothing about you is is a surprise to anyone anymore. It just it, it is what it is. You are what you are. There's no growth there. It's too late for you. I have a feeling you're going to be a perennial top 10 fighter. That's fantastic. Good for you. But to dispute Paul Felder's win is ludicrous. Paul Felder won that shit. Next, the main event. Khabib Nurmagomedov choked out Dustin Poirier in the third round. This fight was not as close as I thought it was going to be. Dustin Poirier had one moment, a couple moments. He had one moment in the second when he was landing strikes. It looked like he was hurting Khabib, and Khabib was able to get him down. Uh, third round, he had him in a guillotine. Deep guillotine. Like, that shit was nasty. Khabib said it was pretty close. Uh, I think Dustin Poirier burned his arms out when he was in the, trying to finish Khabib in the second round and just throwing wild, wingy punches. I don't know. Uh, Dustin Poirier didn't look the same, and then Khabib just looked like Khabib. I uh, was able to get the ridiculous choke in the third round. Uh, but all that fight did for me was confirm that Tony Ferguson is the guy. Uh, I don't believe Khabib Nurmagomedov can beat Tony Ferguson. And, you, I mean, you'll never, I'll, I'll argue with anyone all day, but you'll never convince me otherwise. Tony's just too good on the ground. And look, here's the difference. When, when Khabib takes people down, their only mission is they work their asses off and waste so much energy trying to get up. Tony's not going to do that. Tony's going to attack you from the ground with elbows, submissions, punches. He doesn't stop moving. His scramblings are better. That's what I thought this fight was going to be different. I thought Dustin Poirier was going to be able to scramble. He didn't. Tony Ferguson is. And just, I'm going to break it down more when that fight gets announced because that is the next fight. That's the only fight. Uh, that fight is for the lightweight goat. But I believe Tony Ferguson is the guy. And just nothing surprised me about this fight other than how bad Dustin Poirier looked. Khabib looked dominant. And, and it was in Abu Dhabi. It was fantastic. Good for him. In front of his people. His dad was there. I don't believe, I think people don't underestimate how much that truly means to him to have his dad in his corner for a championship fight. It's good for Khabib, man. That guy's just an, an animal. I mean, he cashed out $6 million. Uh, he's just the most humble guy, but don't get him wrong because he'll beat the fuck out of you if you cross him. Ask Conor McGregor and Dylan Dennis. Uh, so good for Khabib, man. It's just super cool. Oh, all right. Well, that wraps up 242. It was fantastic. Haven't got the numbers for that pay-per-view yet. Uh, but whatever. Now, this weekend, this could possibly be the most violent fight of all time. We got Donald Cowboy Cerrone versus Justin the Highlight Gaethje, baby. Oh boy. Uh, I mean, the card is all right. It's decent, but that main event. Oh my God. Ooh, fuck. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, I don't, I just, Ooh, watching Justin Gaethje fight makes me giddy like a fucking schoolgirl. So this fight is taking place on ESPN plus, uh, and this, this should be a regular ESPN card, but whatever. They got top rank with Tyson Fury. So I get that. I'll just go through real quick. I'm just going to go through the prelims real quick. Kyle 
Epilek versus Austin Hubbard. Give me Kyle. Luis Smolka versus Ryan McDonald at bantamweight. I think Luis Smolka might be a little undersized, but I'm going to take him anyway. Luis Smolka. Other way, we got Chaz Skelly. Chaz Skelly yeah, versus Jordan Griffin. Give me my guy, Chaz Skelly. That boy, he's look doesn't look like a fighter at all. And then he's just awesome. So you give me that. Bad win, we got tough winner, Brad Katona versus Hunter Azur. Give me Brad. Yeah, I like Brad in that one. Bantamweight, Cole Smith versus Miles Johns. Ooh, give me Cole Smith. A heavyweight, Marcin Tybura versus Augusto Sakai. I don't, man, Marcin Tybura, he was good for a second, but uh, give me the, yeah, I don't know. Give me Augusto. Yeah, let me get Augusto on that one. All right, main card. Here we go. Misha Surkinov versus Jimmy Crute. Jimmy Crute been on fire. Been on fire lately. Uh, Misha Surkinov coming off that a 38-second loss to Johnny Walker. He's 1-3 in three in his last four. Uh, man, yeah, since Vulcan, Rosemary KO'd him, Glover KO'd him. He submitted Patrick Cummins and then got KO'd by Johnny Walker. Uh, I just think, I think Misha Sirkinov's prime is behind him. Uh, I think Jimmy Crute's on the rise. Jimmy Crute is just, is a young man in this game, young man in the UFC. Yeah, he's only 23. He's only 20, only 23, god damn. Undefeated, 10-0. 3-0, the, well, 2-0 in the UFC, and then he has a Dana, Dana White Contender Series win. So yeah, give me Jimmy Crute. That boy is something special. He's an animal. Next, we got Uriah Hall versus Antonio Carlos Jr. Fucking shoe face is back after getting uh, beat by Ian Heinish. Uh, Uriah Hall's coming off. KO went to Bevan Lewis. Before that, he lost to Paul Costa, but he beat Chris Jocko. So he's 2-2 two and two in his last four. 2-4 and four in his last six. Yeah, that's, I mean, ooh, Ryan Hall, man. Peter Carlos Jr., ah, man, I don't, watching Ian Heinish dominate him on the ground like that, I mean, I don't think Uriah Hall is capable of that, but also, I don't know, because Uriah Hall got taken down and controlled by Gegard Musasi, but Gegard Musasi was pretty good. Um, give me a shoe face on that one. Yeah, I think he's going to, if he isn't going to submit him, he's just going to dominate him on the ground and grind out a decision. Give me, give me Thomas Cunier. Antonio Carlos Jr. on that one. Fucking shoe face. Next, Todd Duffy's back for his third or fourth UFC stint? <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, no, it's only his second. Okay. He hasn't fought since losing to Frank Mir in 2015. Damn, boy. Damn. Um, he's fighting a guy named Jeff Hughes. I don't know really much about Jeff Hughes. Uh, I want to believe in Todd Duffy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna take Todd Duffy just because I'm more familiar with him, not because I necessarily think he's the better fighter. Next, we got Glover Teixeira, coming event. Glover Teixeira versus Nikita Krylov. Nikita Krylov came back uh, to UFC against Jan Blahovic in uh, September last year, lost by rear arm triangle choke. Didn't look good. Not gonna lie, but he bounced back. With a rear naked choke of OSP of Vince St. Pru. So that to me, it's like, okay, I'm glad, you know, maybe, I don't know what happened that, with uh, Jan, but I mean, Jan's just on fire lately. A fighting Jacques Ray actually was announced yesterday. Also announced yesterday at UFC, for UFC 244. Stephen Thompson's against Vicente Luque. 
Oh, man, that fight is going to be so hard for me to pick. Because, I mean, I love Vicente Luque. That's my guy. But Stephen Thompson, man, he's the ultimate point fighter. I mean, watch what he did to Jorge Masvidal. People are all on Jorge Masvidal right now. But uh, Stephen Thompson picked him apart and beat his ass for 15 minutes. So, and it's in New York where I think Stephen Thompson performs his best. So, we'll see. Uh, but, anyways, back to uh, <laughs> that fight this weekend. Um, okay. Uh, so, Glover shares actually on a two-fight win streak. I didn't know that. Carl Robertson and uh, Ian Kutulaba. Both uh, one arm triangle, one rear naked choke. So, good for I mean, Glover Teixeira. So, I think this fight is going to take place primarily primarily on the ground. Uh, but Glover Teixeira has recently been kind of a grappler more than a striker. I think Nikita Krylov has better, is younger, has a better striking a acumen uh, right now. I think Glover Teixeira always has that power and the technique, but I just think Nikita Krylov is a little younger. Uh, I love Glover Teixeira, man, the Brazilian Chuck Liddell, but I think Nikita Krylov is going to put something together here. Um, so, I don't know if he can finish Glover Teixeira. I mean, it's possible people have done it. But, yeah, give me Nikita Krylov by decision. Oh, now, here we go. The main event. The highlight. Justin fucking Gaethje against Daddy Donald Cerrone. Oh, my God. Cowboy's coming off of the fight with Tony Ferguson where he, I mean, the first round was kind of close. After that, the second round was just Tony Ferguson dominated him. Just dominated But before that setback, my man was looking good back at 55. Yeah, beat Mike Perry, which is at, what was it, 170. Knocked out Alexander Hernandez. In the second, beat the shit out of him. Destroyed Ally Quinta over five rounds. So, I mean, my boy still got it, but Justin Gagey, man. He just fights killers. Let me read you his entire UFC career. And this is after he was 17 and up. Michael Johnson, he was ranked top five. Eddie Alvarez, top three. Justin Poirier was ranked top five. James Vick, top ten. Edson Barbosa was top five. Oh, my gosh. Knocked out Michael Johnson. Lost a war of two wars of attrition, just back and forth. Savage fight of the Knights. Animal against Dustin Poirier and Eddie Alvarez. Comes back with two first-round KOs of James Vick and Edson Barbosa. So I just, I mean, Cowboy Cerrone, I believe, is the best UFC fighter to never win a title. Which sucks. But I just, Justin Gage has been my boy. <coughs> That's my A1 since day one, fellas. Since WSOF, when I first watched him fight, this kid is something special. I just, I love Cowboy, Cowboy Cerrone. I'm sad that someone has to lose this fight. Well, they don't have to if there's a draw, but I don't think Justin Gage is capable of fighting to a draw. So give me give me Justin Gage. I feel like he's going to finish Cowboy. I think he's going to finish him in the, I think it's going to be an absolute fucking war. Uh, Cerrone is going to be there with the head kicks. Justin Gage is going to be with the leg kicks. And I just, I think Justin Gage finishes him late in the second round. Just it's it's impossible for me to see a way where this fight is boring. I just, Justin Gage is incapable of fighting in a boring fight. That man is just a fucking savage, wild man. You give me Justin Gage second round TKO. It's just gonna be just this wild fucking insane insane fight that I cannot wait for. Luckily, it's Wednesday. Three more days, baby. Three more days. Get to watch that. Tyson Fury's fighting or boxing. Uh, he's I don't know. 
fighting someone who he claims is, I mean, the guy's undefeated, so he has some skill, but that got Tyson Fury all day. Gypsy King, and then once Gypsy King takes care of this, and Deontay Wilder takes care of that fucking Cuban he already beat, then we get a rematch of one of the best fights in heavyweight boxing of all time. Free Wilder too, baby. Andy Ruiz fighting Anthony Joshua. I hope Andy Ruiz beats him again and makes him quit even sooner this time. So, but that's it, man. That's all I got. Uh, fantastic. Thank you guys for coming. Oh, also, I'm available on more platforms now, which is super exciting. I just, we got this thing growing, man. Anchor has been a huge, huge supporter in this. Uh, thank you. Anchor, if you want to get a podcast, go to anchor.com or anchor.fm or download the app. Uh, so, yeah, I'm available on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. So just remember, follow me on those. Uh, this, any, you know, and uh, let's grow this shit together. Just in the world, there are winners and there are losers. And here at winning, that's all we do.